0: Good morning, and welcome to Barto Sports Zone. Matt Santini in for Charles Wilson this week. I'm glad to be able to do that. We are going to get right out of the ramps and get going. Good morning to Jackson Hyde, who's with us, and good morning to Adairsville head basketball coach of the Lady Tigers, Melissa Winners. Welcome to you all, uh, Coach Winners. Before we get into anything Adairsville related, I've been looking forward to this morning. It's been around a long time. I want to talk to you a little bit about your time at Cartersville High School as a basketball player because I remember. Calling some of those games, give us a give us a fun memory or something that uh, that you took with you and and inspired you to get into the world of coaching.
1: Um, I played with some really great players at Cartersville High School um, back in the late '90s, early 2000s. Um, we went to state a couple of years during my time span there. Um, I learned a lot from the coaches there, and that kind of led me into. Um, going on to play college ball in South Carolina and then into coaching after teaching.
0: You're not going to give me some kind of, now you say you played with some other good people. You were part of a, of a very strong contingent.
1: Yes. Um, We played, I played with Tristan Montgomery, um, with uh, Kelly. That was, I mean, that was a good group. Tara Darby uh Nikki Stanley, all of those good, good uh Carsville players. Um our best times were probably the time we spent as teammates uh on the buses and on trips.
0: Well thank you. We'll move on to to Adairsville related things now. Your team is in really good position. Um you you've got a big game tonight. We'll start with that. But 12 and 10 on the season, 7 and 5 in region play, currently sitting in the four seed but looking uh, to to do a little bit of moving up the ladder, if you could, with a couple of tough contests to finish out the regular season, it starts off uh, at oh, uh, uh, well, playing at, at Lake Foo Fort Oglethorpe tonight.
1: Yes, um, LFO is sitting in the number one seed right now. We're hoping to get a win up there and give us some momentum going into Tuesday with Bremen. Um, I think it's a very doable contest for us. We've been. I'm mid- oh, sorry. Go ahead. Well, we've been missing some players the last couple games, um, actually since about um, second week of January. So we're getting those players back now. We're starting to work with some chemistry again. So I'm hoping that the next two games will be tough contests for us, but we will come out on top.
0: What is the region tournament breakdown? How does it set up? Do the top two seeds get uh, by as the first round, or is it the top four? I know you're in a larger region. So the top four get buys,
1: the top two get double buys. Okay,
0: well, good. Uh, Jackson Hyde is with us this morning. Good morning to you, Jackson. Uh, Questions for Coach Winters.
2: Uh, Yeah, Coach, you you mentioned a couple of your key players that you've been missing since uh, earlier this month. Um, Tell us who those are and when you expect them back, and uh, and, and is there a timetable on getting them back to, to full game time, or is it something they'll be eased back in the rotation?
1: So we've been easing them back in already. Um, Alyssa Winters was coming off a knee injury earlier in the season. Um, she's back in with us full time now, has been back in with us full time for the last couple of games. Um, Annalie Morris is our second one. She's been out the longest and we're easing her back in right now. She was out with an ankle injury. Um, and both of them, one provides a t- defense for us and one provides a ton of offense for us.
0: So, uh, out of sight, out of mind. Mike Garcia also joins us from the WBHF studios. I know that Mike was part of the broadcast team that uh, did your fifty-nine to forty-seven victory uh, over Lafayette earlier this week. Mike, what were if you'll talk with Coach Winters a little about your impressions of that team, or whatever questions you have for Coach?
3: Well, yeah, I mean, the first question is is how is Alyssa's head? I mean, she took a pretty rough spill. Uh,
1: so I think that she is okay. Um, our trainer has cleared her for tonight. We're going to give her a go and see how it goes. Hopefully she'll be good to finish it out. Um, if not, we'll give her a break until the region tournament.
3: And you were you were talking about easing Anna Lee Morrison. I don't know, but 24 points seems like more <laughs> than easing in. Yes,
1: yeah, she's been coming off the bench for us the last couple of games, trying to get her back in her rhythm, her shooting rhythm. Um, we're adjusting a few things in her shot, and that has been helpful. Um, it was definitely helpful the other night.
3: Now talk about the the playmaking ability of of Roberts. She uh, she only contributed four points, but boy, she was really good at facil- facilitating the the offense.
1: Uh, Nazaria is definitely a facilitator. She doesn't like to score. Uh, she believes she's selfish when she does score, uh, but she likes to put position people in position to score. Uh, she sees the well very sees the floor very well. Um, And her biggest thing is that she wants to see her teammates successful. Um, So she knows if she's giving them the ball and let them score, that she's put them in a great position.
0: We'll cycle it back over to Jackson. And, uh, Jackson, what else you got for Coach Melissa Winters?
2: Uh, Coach, we mentioned earlier the the region tournament format that's coming up where the top two get a double bye. You're, you still have an opportunity there mathematically to, to get to that two seed, but uh, yeah, if you do finish in the three or four spot, what? Uh, how many games? I'm assuming is it a double elimination, single elimination tournament? Do you have to win one game to qualify for state, or is there two?
1: Um, it depends on where you where you sit in the seeds. Um, if you're at those uh, five, six, seven, or eight, you have to win two to get the state. If you're in three or four, you only have to win one. Um, if you're in one or two, obviously you're already in. Um, it is a single elimination tournament until you get to the uh, final four right there.
0: And remind yeah. us where, where, remind us where that's being played.
1: Um, it's be played at the number one girl seed. So LFO.
0: Oh, that's a yeah. convenient, that's a convenient drive for everybody. Isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> and then I, I, you know, what does it mean to your team to be, I mean, you're in, you're in a great position to not only to have that buy and to be able to play, one of those you know, second tier teams to get yourself uh, into the playoffs, what, what does that mean to your program?
1: Um, that's gonna be really big for us. We've not been in that position since we have, uh, since I've been at Ayersville. Um, our girls understand the concept, they know what they have to do to get there um, and they really do want it. They are doing lots of things within our team practices to make sure that we're getting good at chemistry so that we can finish strong in this region.
0: Fantastic. We'll leave it at that. We've got to take a time out here in just a moment. Don't want to get anything uh, hung out to dry there. But very quickly, uh, as uh, Coach Winters had mentioned, the the current standings have LFO in first place, then Cahala Creek, Bremen, Adairsville sits at seven and five, just below Bremen at eight and four. They got a little bit of a cushion. Ringgold at five and seven, Ridgeland at three and nine, Lafayette at three and nine, and then Gordon Lee at one and eleven. And again, trying to stay in that uh, position so that they can. Uh, have that first round by. We'll be back with more Bartow Sports Zone after this timeout.
4: Elite Stone Supply can meet all your needs for outdoor supplies and power equipment. But did you know we repair and service small engines? From string trimmers to lawnmowers, Elite has the experienced tools and service to keep your equipment running. Elite Stone Supply with Husqvarna Mowers, High Sun ATVs, Premier Buildings, and Superior Trailers. We have it all at 9 Baker Road and Joe Frank Harris Parkway just north of Cartersville across from Racetrack. Online at EliteStoneSupply.net.
0: Welcome back to Bartos sports zone enjoying time uh, on air and off air with Adairsville lady basketball coach, Melissa winners. And uh, we'll send it right back over to Jackson fit in as much of this as we can before our time is up. Go ahead, Jackson
2: uh, coach winners. You'd mentioned there right before the break that uh, you've got your team in a position that they're not familiar with being in that top four spot. Uh, looking at your roster, it's a, it's a fairly underclass, underclassman filled team. I think you have two seniors on the team. Is this a, uh, Would you feel your program is trending upward? You're getting to the point where maybe you can compete for this region championship.
1: I definitely think we're trending upward. Um, We've got some juniors on this team that have some good varsity experience. They've now been to um, a region tournament a couple of years. They, a couple of them have played in a region tournament, so they know how big the stage gets. Um, You know, our sophomore Nazaria, she's been in the same position. She's every, she's been there. She's been able to compete in that region tournament Um, so I hope that now with some experience with some close games experience over the last couple months and experience in the region tournament, that we'll be able to compete for one of those top spots.
0: We'll throw it back to the studios of WBHF for Mike Garcia. Mike, what do you got?
3: Sorry, we were making a little transition. here.
0: (laughs) I know I'm watching you. We're on zoom. Remember?
3: Oh yeah. The, the wonderful uh, zoom. Um, Talk about the the team uh, defensively. I saw uh, uh, it seems like you were kind of making some adjustments at halftime, really shut Lafayette down.
1: Um, We are hanging our hat on defense right now. We are able to transition between about four different defenses, and that's been very beneficial to us. We've got a group of girls that can get up and – really pressure some people, and that's been helpful um, with some transition points. And we have some kids who also understand just good team help side defense. And if we can keep them out of the paint, we can keep them from scoring kind of thing. Um, So our girls are really starting to learn the importance of all of those types of defenses and being able to play them well. And our biggest thing right now that we've made a focus on in the last um, probably two weeks is boxing out. We've watched some film over the last couple of weeks. We've realized that our box outs have been not good. Our girls have focused on them. We watched some film yesterday, and that's been a big transition for us. Um, we have all five girls boxing out on the floor. Now we come down with the rebound. They don't get offensive rebounds. We hope that's going to help us tonight.
0: And, again, the task is, is a tall one, but not insurmountable. Uh, <laughs> Lady Tigers playing at Lakeview Fort Oglethorpe. Uh, I assume that's a seven o'clock tip as you've got a long drive up there.
1: Yes, sir. That is a seven o'clock tip.
0: That's good. Um, Here's the tough question. Uh, Give me three words that you would say that describe your basketball team.
1: Heart, determination, and uh, tenaciousness.
0: Those are those are three pretty good uh board. how deep do you go into your rotation as Jackson was mentioning you got a rather uh, young squad again a couple seniors do have a number you know and a good mix from there
1: we what really what do you do
0: on a nightly basis
1: we we usually go at least eight um with those seven and eight play in just a very few minutes um, there's times where we can get to nine um I think we have a solid six um and our seven and eight know their jobs.
0: That's important as well. Jackson, anything else for Coach Winters?
2: Well, just, uh, I guess, good luck tonight, Coach. Um, looking at the the schedule, you, if you can shock the world tonight and uh, knock off undefeated in region LFO, uh, that Bremen game next Tuesday could be huge. That could be for the two seed, correct?
1: Definitely. Um, it definitely could be. If the chips fall in our favor over the next uh, couple of days, we could definitely be in that two or three seed.
0: Well, that's certainly the position you want to be in. Instead of relying, well, you got to rely on a few people to knock off kohola Creek, but that's, uh, yeah. but that's fine.
1: That's true, but I think that's doable as well. They've had their ins and outs too this season.
0: Well, uh, we'll wrap up with this. Talk a little bit about. Certainly, we delighted to have you on, but want to hear a little bit about some of your some of your stars that have gotten you to this point in the season.
1: Um. Well, I think that junior class is really helping us a lot. Um, Anna Lee Morris obviously has given us a bunch of offense. Um, she's learning to play within our system of defense, and that's been beneficial. Uh, Nazaria Roberts definitely facilitates most of our offense. Um, when she's on, we're very good. Um, Alyssa Winters pulls that defensive, she knows that that's her job. She puts them in the right places. Um, and then she can score a little bit too for us. Uh, We also have another junior, Aaliyah McBride, has been big for us a a few games. She's scoring in the double digits. And um, sorry, Hicks, off the bench, the same thing, double digits for us on any given night. She's been rebounding very big for us. And then another junior, uh, Darby Adams, has been killing the defensive and offensive boards, really focusing on boxing out and being strong underneath the basket for us. And that has been extra helpful um, these last couple of games.
0: What would you say to the student body and the folks that, uh, I don't know, they don't have anything else to do tonight, they might wanna to take a drive up to Lakeview to to watch y'all compete?
1: Definitely come out and support these girls. They're putting their heart in their play. You can see it on their faces. You can see it um, in how they're playing their defense, how they're running their offense. Come support these girls. Help us in a, in a pretty um, enemy-laden uh, environment. It's probably going to be senior night for them if I had to guess tonight, that in their last region home game. Um, so it's probably not going to be a very friendly welcome for us when we get up there. We'd love to see a, to- a ton of golden green up there.
0: That sounds good. Uh, let me, again, I keep telling you we're finishing out on that I keep up coming with more questions. That's, that's kind of my signature move. Um, obviously there's uh, fundraising components that, uh, to try to provide opportunities and, and things for your, for your team anything that's coming up or anything you want to share that if, if the team has a need that they could uh, maybe, you know, help lend a hand to the Lady Tigers program?
1: Um, well, we can always do uh, business sponsorships. We put signs in our gyms, but we also are working on a three on three component this spring um, for some kids to come up and play some basketball. Um, and then our summer camp in June, those are, uh, three of our biggest fundraisers throughout the year. We would love to have a lot of kids up there. I I do love to teach basketball and I'll teach them from wherever they come from. Um, So y'all send me your kids.
0: All right, well, let's go off the court. We were talking off the air about, again, more than just a coach and much like radio, you don't do it to get rich. You do it because you love it. We got about a minute left. What is it uh, that, again, teaching is a calling along with coaching. What are you doing when you're not on the court? What are you teaching the, the students at Adairsville?
1: I'm teaching some teaching as profession classes, so we're teaching young kids how to be teachers, and then I'm teaching a few math classes at the high school level, so that's always a lot of fun.
0: Well, God bless you for that. I guess I get used to being in hostile environments if you're teaching high schoolers math all day. (laughs) (laughs) True, true. Really enjoyed having you on, Coach. Best of luck, uh, not just tonight and Tuesday, but heading into the region tournament, and then we're just going to assume it's going on to the state. Keep up the great work Art. up there to Ayersville. Thank you. You're certainly welcome. We'll have more of Sports Zone. After the bottom of the hour, we've got headlines coming up uh, from GNN. We'll also have local headlines. And then we'll be joined by David Archer with the Excel Christian Academy. They're off to a uh, having a fantastic season, undefeated in region play. Always good to catch up with David. And we'll have that after this timeout. You're listening to WBHF in Cartersville. Wilson Pools has been your swimming pool expert for 55 years. Same name, three generations of the same family. This is Lee. Come by and see us at 109 South Dixie Avenue in Cartersville, the blue beach house with the bright yellow door. Or call us at 770-386-3324 for all your swimming pool needs. Free water testing, weekly service construction repair. We make swimming easy. To WilsonPools.com, Wilson Pools on Facebook, Welcome back to Barto Sports Zone on WBHF FM one hundred point three and AM fourteen fifty. Matt Santini, in for Charles Wilson this week, joined again by Jackson Hyde, Mike Garcia. Still to, I think still lurking in the studios of WBHF, along with Alan Sanders, and delighted to be joined by Excel Christian Academy boys coach David Archer. Good morning to you, David. Good let's uh, let's jump right on into it. Um, I'm going to give you the Vince Dooley Award. Uh, because the last time you were in, or maybe the last time we talked, it was well. You know, we're we're growing and we're trying to figure some things out. I think at the time you'd lost four or five basketball games, and uh, now you've got your team undefeated in region play and winners of ten straight.
5: It and, and it feels very good. <laughs> you're in a, you're in a much better place now, right? Much better place. Let's you know, talk. Before, go ahead. I'm sorry. I was going to say when we built our schedule we 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 kind of predicted that it may have the possibility of going exactly how it has you know we we um we had a couple of kids that transferred out uh before the season our our post players basically they um transferred and moved back to Florida where they where they came from and um we had already built that schedule with the mindset that you know we wanted to play uh, a really strenuous non-region schedule to prepare us for um, our region schedule and potential postseason play and when they left it changed everything and we went from having you know superior size in our context to you know we're a very small team and and we had to change our approach and and you know and then going back and looking at our schedule with what we knew our rotation would probably look like with 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 you know without the guys that transferred we kind of suspected that you know there was a possibility that it would go the way it has
0: well so. good for you winning 10 straight that's got to feel good including a win last night against unity christian Uh, big score, 94-64. to You were telling me off-air, Hearts Academy, that was supposed to be the season, the regular season ender for you, but that game's going to have to be, it's been canceled, correct?
5: Yes. Um, We were supposed to play that game tonight on the road. Uh, Apparently, they've had a a rash of sickness, Um, uh, um, you know, flu, pink eye, told me all, all kinds of things. And and um, so we won't play that game. We were—I I told you off air that we're trying to, you know, desperately to find an opponent to either play uh, for either tonight or tomorrow. But we we haven't had success. So it looks like that's going to be the uh, last night was the last regular season game, and we'll go into that phase where you know it's a new season, and and uh, we're trying to get ready for our first region game on t- on Tuesday night.
0: Before I throw it to Jackson, uh, people may or may not know, you guys left GHSA uh and are, are part of Gaps, which is a different athletic association. Again, I, I think there's a pretty compelling story as to why and, and a really good decision good reason why. Talk a little bit about gaps and how it
5: may differ from GHSA. Um, well, obviously it's a, a smaller organization. Um, you know, it's comprised of your, you know, Christian and, and uh private and parochial schools. Um you know, GHSA, um, with within the context of that organization, we were literally the second smallest school in the state. Um, so it was just a better fit from that perspective. Uh, when GHSA came out with their new alignment, uh, for me, it 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 solidified it in my mind. And I had been trying to talk our administration into considering that since the moment I was hired, uh, three years ago. And, you know, I think when we looked at the alignment and how GHSA was approaching the smaller private schools, I was finally able to talk them into it. And, and, um, you know, you know, right now, I don't know what the future holds, um, you know, with private schools, you know, kids come and go and, and you might have a full roster one year and next year you might, you know be struggling with six or seven players uh we're hoping that you know it can help us attract some some other student athletes not just for basketball but across the board you know i i feel like and one of my contentions with our administration was if you are in a different organization or in the different organization it it kind of allows for a seamless transfer for a student athlete if they want to play immediately. You know, usually um private to or or gaps or GISA to GHSA, you're immediately elige- eligible and and the same in the reverse and without having to sit or play JV for a year. Um so that gives us a little bit of an advantage if if a you know say a baseball player or Soccer player or whatever wants to transfer over, or basketball player, it was just a to to me, it's just a better fit, and and it makes sense.
0: Well, good. We've got about a minute before break. Jackson, you're up, uh
2: Coach. We'll, I'm sure after the break we'll get into more specifics on some of your players and how your season went. But uh while we're on the kind of the topic of postseason here, I know you said uh, off air you playing at Unity Christian next week. I'm assuming being the one seed, you'll You'll be getting a buy. Do you do you do you know what day you play yet? And um, we actually
5: how, play, Yeah, t- we t- will. Yeah, we will. We will play on this coming Tuesday night at seven thirty. We will play the winner of the four and five seed, which right now uh, looks like that will be between Linden Academy and uh, probably Unity.
2: So are you an automatic qualifier to the state tournament being the one seed like it is in in other regions, or do you have to win games there?
5: No. In the past, the top four have made it. uh, You know, the the top four seeds from the region tournament, they've changed it this year, and it will be the top three. So uh, we have to win at least least one of those two games Um, uh, if we we win – on Tuesday, we will be in for sure. If we lose, we'll be in the consolation game on Thursday, and we would have to win that game to be in the state tournament. Time for a break. We'll be back with more of head coach David Archer at the XL Christian Academy.
6: What separates Styles Auto Care from others? Hey folks, Frankie Johnson here from Styles Auto Care. If you look past the fact that no other auto repair facility provides the different services that we offer at Styles, It's our people. As soon as you walk through the front door, you see a difference. A warm, comfortable family atmosphere where a mom and her children are comfortable. Friendly faces that greet you with a smile. Knowledgeable staff that truly listen to your concern. Styles Auto Care, 1261 West Avenue, where you'll always be treated as family.
4: hf
0: matt Santinian for charles wilson we'll get right back to it with david archer and jackson you're up sir uh
2: coach archer 10 and 0 in the in, in your conference play and a a fairly substantial non-conference schedule that you had i know it's helped prepare you for the region and, and state tournaments you've got coming ahead yes, let's sir. talk about a couple of your players i mean if you look at your stat sheet uh you know, Taylor and Barkley seem to be at the top of every category of your, of your stat sheet. Tell us a little bit about them and a couple other players that have have helped you get to this point so far.
5: Absolutely. Well, Jacaden is our, our leader. Um, he's our, he's our senior. We have two seniors. He's our senior that, that, um, we look to for that leadership, both vocally and, and, um, you know, on the floor, um, or, or by example. And, um, you know his scoring has di- it didn't dip last night. He had twenty, he had twenty five or twenty six last night. But um, his scoring has dipped a little bit as the season has gone along. But that's only been because the guys around him have improved. Um, you know Jacob Taylor has has really really come on in the second half of the season. Um, um, you know he's leading us in scoring at this point. Uh, he's a sophomore. Kyron McClendon has had, you know, as a freshman, has had some, you know, some fantastic games and has been a, a bit more consistent as we've moved along. Um, Kamari Nettles, um, you know, that first go-round uh, of, of region games, he was really, really good. When, when his perimeter shot is, is working, we are su- such a better team. Second time around in region – Um, You know, some of the coaches, you know, around our region said they didn't really account for Kamari. They didn't really, you know, scout for him and and he made them pay for that. But this time around, they're running him off the line. Uh, But even in that scenario, it's allowing other players to to get more offensive looks, such as uh, Kamarian Prophet, who is a – kind of a do-all player for us he we can put he's not a tall player he's probably only about five eight or five nine but he's able to play multiple positions um you know he he can play the one through the five for us because he's a he's an iq kid and he knows all the plays from every position um so you know those that's our core Uh, on any given night we can get double figures from those guys case in point was last night Um, um you know, Jacaden Barkley, Jacob Taylor, and, and Kyron McClendon all had 20-plus. Um, uh, Kamari had 11. I think KP wound up with seven or eight. Um, and if we get those numbers or anything close to that, we're going to be tough to beat on any given night. Um, then we have our glue guys, the guys that that kind of battle in the middle. Uh, David Jenks, who's a junior and, and uh, a surprise this year for us. Christian Vieira, a freshman, um, um, you know, a little, he, he's still working on his skill as a basketball player. He has a, a soccer background, uh, but he's really come off the bench and helped us in the rebounding department, which we sorely need.
0: That That's saying something for somebody who's listed as five, nine. Yeah. But, Cause you don't have an
5: awful lot of height on this roster. No. And, and like, you know, like I mentioned earlier, you know, it changed our approach and, and, you know, didn't really change the rotation because we, we had a feeling what that was going to be like, but, you know, we've, we've had to maybe try to play a little bit um, at a, a higher octane level, uh, more pressing, you know, full court pressing than than I'm used to doing in the past. Um, but, it's what we had to do to in order to be competitive in 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 our scenario. David, we have just
0: a couple minutes left. I'm going to kind of deviate from the Excel side of things. One of the things I've, you know, this I've admired about you for years is the work that you do in developing humans uh, through the through the game of basketball. Talk. I'd like you to kind of share a little bit about what your endeavors have been in in regards to that. Um, you know, the, the 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 outside basketball tournaments and kind of your uh, Again, just talk about that. You know
5: what I'm going to talk about. I can't say. Yes, it. sir. Yes, sir. Well, well, you know, my, Amy, my wife and I um, have operated what we call the um, the Human Race Incorporated. It's a nonprofit that we kind of put all of our other endeavors under that umbrella, and and that has included um, the you know the the SCBL Summer Basketball League, which uh, entails two divisions. Um, you know, a, a opportunity for um, current, former, professional, overseas players, um, higher-level college players, uh, with our A league and in our 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 B league, which we call the City Conference, it is for our local, more local-oriented, small college. Um, you know, current, former high school and small college players, um, and then our, you know, my my pride and joy has always been our our, our Summerhill Postgrad program, which has always provided a Um, an an avenue for um, those under-recruited players that fell through the gaps, that are looking uh, to play at the collegiate level. Um, They're required to be um, in college courses and then we play what is um, equivalent to a junior college schedule. And we've always um, enjoyed uh, um, presenting that program for the community. Well, thank you. I, always important for me to kind of share
0: that work that you do with that. Really proud of you for what you've done for years with that. And uh, and again, best of luck starting next week in the tournament with Excel. And uh, we'll keep everybody updated on how they do here. Thank you so much for spending time thank with us this morning on
5: Bartow Sports Zone, David. Absolutely. Thank you for having me. Appreciate All what right. you guys do.
0: Thank you, David. We'll be back with more of Bartow's Morning News and Barto Sports Zone after this break in local news.
4: To win in sports, you need to adjust your strategy as the game changes. The same is true of investments. Derek Strange, your Cartersville Edward Jones financial advisor, can help you create a game plan for your financial goals. He'll help you look at the big picture and help you plan for your future. Call Derek at 770-386-4545 or visit edwardjones.com to get started today. Edward Jones, member SIPC.
0: Welcome back to Bartow Sports Zone on WBHF, hour number two. Thanks again to Coach Melissa Winters and David Archer for gracing us with their knowledge and presence in hour number one. That was a lot of fun. Speaking of being graced with presences, Brad Stevens is with us. Hello, Brad. Hey, good morning, Matt. Good morning, everybody.
6: Glad to be here.
0: Absolutely delightful to have you with us. And uh, we are also still joined by Jackson Hyde, who's making that trek to Push some campers today, and if you're looking <laughs> for one, make sure you stop by. There's unsolicited advertising. Yeah, uh, guys, this is the segment where we uh, kind of it's it's the roundup section. I want to make sure that uh, as I go through these, you just kind of jump in and chime in with uh, different uh, thoughts and canards that you might have. We heard from Coach um, David Archer earlier. Winners of ten straight, they'll start their playoffs next week. The Excel Girls uh, still seeking their first win after a uh, 0-15 uh, season. And, uh, again, building a program there takes a little bit of time, and uh, they'll uh, hopefully be able to to pull one out here before their season ends. Uh, Adairsville girls, uh, again, we heard from Coach Winters earlier, they're sitting in really good shape uh, in the three seed right now as they wrap up a difficult uh, portion of their schedule against both LFO and Bremen to wrap out the regular season. The boys, uh, Mike Garcia is with us, I know, 16-7, 11-1 in region play. Coach Alex Dis- Alex Disbro uh, had him looking good the other night against Lafayette.
3: That'd be help if I turn my mic on. Yeah, no, it, they um, look on both ends. They they were dominant, and uh, <laughs> I, I don't know what happened in between that first and second quarter because it was still tied at fifteen all after one, and then all of a sudden they just jumped down their throats, and Lafayette didn't have an answer whatsoever uh it also helped that one of the lafay kids uh he fouled out in the third quarter, <laughs> so uh they were just uh, uh pretty aggressive and uh had their way with them and now they find themselves uh tied at eleven and one with l f o they go there tonight uh basically it's uh for the regular season region championship
0: yeah currently tied with l f o for first place, and uh we'll see uh we'll wish them well there woodland girls. Uh, two and nineteen, zero and seven in region play. They're home against Cartersville uh, tonight, and uh, we'll have that game for you here. I uh, think a six o'clock tip for the girls game, and then seven thirty boys game. On the boys side, again, uh, first year coach Kip Dyer has his squad uh, two and twenty, zero and seven in region play, as they try to get ready for that tournament that begins Monday the thirteenth. Uh, over it, that that tournament's going to be in Calhoun. Same thing for Cartersville. The girls, uh, to me at least, to me are the uh, story uh, of the year. Uh, the, the, the turnaround in that program thirteen and six overall, four and three in region play. They did lose to Dalton uh, in region play. The boys, uh, same thing. Uh, they've lost seven and nine. They sit in fifth place. And then, uh, guys, I'll, I'll call on you, Brad and Jackson, because it looks like both the Cass girls and the Cass boys. You know how heated these games are. Whenever Cartersville and Cass play each other, it seems like. Uh, these two teams are going to, both boys and girls, may be on a crash course to play each other in that first round of the region tournaments. Yeah, it looks yeah. like it, uh,
6: you know, Cass, the boys have surprised some people in the region. I mean, they're sitting, I think, at five and two and tied for second with Calhoun, uh, you know, with Dalton right in there behind them, and Hiram, uh, you know, running off of this region. Now they're one of the best teams in the state. But yeah, it looks like Cass and Carswell could face the, face each other in the region and it'll be another great game. It's been uh, two, you know, four really good ones. Uh, back to back. So, uh, you know, look, look for that to happen again. Uh, you know, that rivalry has, you know, over the years has never really dwindled in basketball. And this year's no exception. Yeah,
2: it's going Come to be on. interesting Interesting to see, Matt, how this uh, regular season unfolds for the, the Cass boys. They at Dalton tonight's a huge game. If they can go up there and get the win tonight. Obviously, it's going to be a tough task for Hiram with Hiram uh, next week. But uh, Calhoun's kind of in the same boat there. They've got a uh, hire them tonight and then end the season with Cartersville, I think next week. So it could be interesting to see Cass really playing for a bye, trying to get that automatic bid into the state tournament. That'd be a that'd be a big deal.
0: Absolutely. And of course a lot of that uh, shaking things up because uh Cass went they defeated Calhoun on Tuesday, 61 to 50. They're now tied with Calhoun for second place. And as you mentioned, both teams uh with some big games down the stretch as they do head into that region play. Uh, the following week. So yeah, the Cass Boys eleven and ten, five and two in region play. Cass Girls, uh one and six in region play, thirteen and eight overall. They they've, they've kind of hit a snag here, uh, but in fifth place, still a talented young squad uh for the Cass Lady Colonels. And um again, all you got to do is win one. But again, if you're the boys side, you really want to fight to try to get that second seed in that first round bye, which secures you a spot in the state tournament. Um, looking at wrestling, I thought this was interesting. The last time I was at Cartersville, I was uh, trying to ask one of the young ladies about the pronunciations, verify some pronunciations and names. And she just, this young lady looked at me kind of strange and she goes, I- I'm a wrestler. And so she knew nothing about it. But that, evidently that was, uh, Andrea Witherspoon, uh, who wrestles for Cartersville on the girls side Adairsville has two girls, uh, Reese Laley and Anna Dudley who are, uh, wrestlers and their uh, girls' area tournament takes place uh, today, and we'll wish them well in that. And uh, boys, uh, it looks like Adairsville is uh, at Bremen. Cass is hosting the seven five A tournament, and the top four region qualifiers in each weight class will head on to the finals. This is the not the dual side; it's the individual side. And and guys, one thing we know: this area has gotten uh, on the really on the backs of Woodland and Cass, uh, really a hotbed. For wrestling around the state.
6: Yeah, they're pretty fired up about hosting the region over there. It's going to be a good tournament uh, Cass. You know, you've got the four advancing from the region and then you go to sectionals. It'll be at Cambridge this year and the top six from sectionals go to the state finals uh, down in Macon. So you know, they're really excited about their opportunity there. It's a different kind of scoring the duels. Obviously it's an individual tournament, uh, but you know, Cass has a good shot at winning this one. Uh, they're pretty, uh, Chatted about the way the duels tournament turned out, so they got a mm-hmm. big chip on their shoulder uh, going into this one.
0: Carry it in there and, and, and bring something home. That's and if you've never been to see wrestling, it's it's kind of like hockey. If you've never seen it, you go see it. You'll fall in love with it. Uh, the wrestling athletes, I would contend, are among the most dedicated, uh, talented, and athletic of any of the sports that uh, that get covered. They don't get an awful lot of attention, but head up to Cass High School and watch it in person, and you will see. uh, You'll you'll be entertained. It'll be definitely worth your dollar, even if you've never watched a second of wrestling in your life. Uh, We wrap up the roundup here with swimming. Woodland has some qualifiers in their meet. Uh, They'll qualify. Actually, they've been competing all this week uh, down at Georgia Tech. Woodland has some qualifiers, as does Adairsville. Cartersville and Cass do not. Uh, we come back, we'll have the free-form section. It's going to be wide open, boys, for the rest of the hour. Who knows what we'll talk about. Barto Sports Zone continues on WBHA.
4: Come check out the nationally award-winning options at St. Angelo's Pizza at Lake Point Station. Located at 77 Alatuna Road in Emerson next to the Family Fun and Bowling Center, St. Angelo's features all kinds of specialty pizzas, wings, salads, pasta dishes, subs, and more. And try the Garlic Knots. Absolutely delicious. St. Angelo's has a full-service bar and plenty of big screens to catch all the games, too. Visit today or order online at St. Angelos.com
0: Barjo's Port Zone continues on WBHF. All of us here via the Zoom uh, watching Alan in the studio bumping his head to some music that I can't even hear, but... Uh, It must be pretty darn good because he's uh, going to hurt it. He's going to need a chiropractor later on today if he keeps that up. A couple of other notes relative to local sports action. Georgia Highland opened up their baseball season on Wednesday. Uh, I'm sure they probably played with um, boat oars uh, with as much rain as we've had this week. And then high school baseball, guys, is just around the corner. We're going to have games once we clear out of all the basketball stuff. But baseball uh, for Woodland, they'll start on Saturday, February 11th. On Monday, the 13th, Adairs will be at home against Dominion Christian. And then I don't know what Cass and Cartersville are thinking. You're playing on the night of Valentine's Day? My goodness, Cartersville's at home against Campbell on uh, the 14th, and Cass is at home against Southeast Whitfield on the 14th. Might I make a suggestion? Do not get your wife tickets to a high school (laughs) baseball game for Valentine's Day. All right, we'll just leave it oh, at that. I thought
6: Jackson was saying something and cut out. So. I thought he was,
0: too. I, I had a note here to pause for laughter, and it never came. So we'll, I, we'll I move think, on. I think
2: I lost connection there. Sorry about that, guys. That's
0: all right. What did you have to hey, say, rest Jackson? rest assured, we're laughing now.
2: Say. I was just going to say, you know, a, a good hot dog and, and some nachos is a pretty, pretty romantic dinner there at a, at a nice local basketball uh, baseball game. Bad, I'm, I'm, I think it would be awesome.
0: All right, well, <laughs> You try that and see how that floats out. Of course, there's also going to be region basketball games. The region playoffs start the following Monday. Uh, by the way, WBHF will be out at Calhoun High School. We'll have probably four basketball games. As long as they involve local players, uh, we'll be bringing them to you. And as I mentioned, that tournament uh, looks like it's going to break down, that there will be uh, Cass, Cartersville, and/or Woodland, and or Woodland, and all four of those, uh, the two boys games and the two girls games, that start at 4 o'clock on Monday. So, um a couple of notes that I have here, guys, before we get to the bottom of the hour. Um, it would be helpful if I knew where those notes were. But at the top of that is uh, Larry Gardner, our local guy, our buddy up in Adairsville, um, trying out for the Atlanta Braves PA job. And uh, Larry found out yesterday he's one of the ten finalists for that position. Went to the open tryout, made the cut, went to the second round, and is, uh got some, uh, some steam online to be uh, – uh, you know, people are kind of hopefully will get this going viral and kind of push it out to get Larry across uh, into the final three that they'll announce by the end of the month. And uh, couldn't happen to a nicer guy. What do you think?
6: Oh, absolutely. I've gotten to know Larry over the last two or three years through the radio and he's just a wonderful person. Got a great voice for radio and really enthusiastic, a lot of fun to listen to. And I'm not surprised that he's made the final 10 in this thing. And I sure hope he takes it all home and wins it.
2: Couldn't happen to a better guy, Matt. He's uh really good voice just like you guys both said but uh like you mentioned the online uh, a lot of a lot of social media buzz about larry in that spot so uh, maybe that'll get him through i hope so we
0: well we all bet. need to do is we need to share it we need to retweet or whatever platform you're on uh anything with larry just i was trying to think of a phrase it could be let it be larry or give it to gardner uh but <laughs> e- either way we need to we need, we need to keep him in the spotlight and uh help our friend uh any way we can to get him across the finish line for that. The other uh, couple of notes I've got for you, uh, Trevor Lawrence named to the uh, Pro Bowl, So you get to add Pro Bowler to your title for the rest of your life. Of course, uh, well-deserved. There's a quarterback, the backup quarterback for Baltimore that's also in there that kind of diminishes that uh, title a little bit, but we won't go there. Congratulations to Trevor on a fantastic finish to the season. Chris Roper signs with the Ivy League school Uh, And again, guys, uh, one of those situations where you you watch a kid uh, and just wish the absolute world for them getting it done on the field and in the classroom. Yeah. Yeah, Chris
6: Roper. Yeah. Amazing
2: athlete. He's uh, one that I've watched, uh, been in the youth football for for several years. I've kind of watched him grow up and and play his whole life and couldn't have a better kid. Hard worker, great attitude. Uh, He'll thrive at Dartmouth. I think they got a steal up there. I'm uh, re- really proud
0: of him. Absolutely, and and again, uh, I, I'll say this about the other signees, and I, I'm, I'm sure you guys echo my sentiments. You know, there's a number of other smaller signees that have it happened around here to, you know, maybe some schools that you may not even know about. Some that are a little bit local that you're more familiar with. But here's here's the deal: every one of these kids has has the desire to play college football, and I don't care if you're going to Alabama or if you're going to Timbuktu Tech, I don't care what colors you wore in high school. Um, and for that matter, I don't even care if it's football, volleyball, swimming, or whatever it is. Uh, these kids that are signing and getting an opportunity to do what they love, an opportunity for as many of them to con- getting scholarship money to continue an education when perhaps they couldn't. Um, it's it's the number one thing that I love about high school sports and, and covering it the way we do is watching these kids take their talents and their passions and being able to better their lives through education. And uh, so, again, there's a million of them. We could read them for the rest of the hour, but congratulations to every single one of them, regardless of school size and and sport and and high school affiliation for that matter.
2: Absolutely. It's uh, nothing better. I was fortunate enough to be able to play a little small college football myself, and it's a, it's a, it's a wonderful experience. All these kids have got uh, uh, a lot to look forward to. Just got to keep working in the weight room and getting better.
0: All right, moving on from there, um, you know this is that kind of dead week in sports, and I'll give you a, as we got a couple minutes before the bottom of the hour, I'll give you a, a little bit of a home test. Do either one of y'all watch golf on television?
2: I do, yes,
0: sometimes. A, if you don't, uh, and even if you do, these next couple weeks from golf perspective are going to be a phenomenal time to be in front of the television. This week it's the Pebble Beach Pro Am, and uh, you'll see a lot of celebrities. Uh, guys like Bill Murray, uh, Justin Timberlake. You'll see NFL players like Josh Allen, who's too injured to play in the Pro Bowl but is feeling well enough to play in the Pebble Beach Pro-Am. If given the choice, I'd have done the same thing. Um, You'll see that mixed up with, uh, again, one of those bucket list courses uh, at Pebble Beach. Next week, uh, during Super Bowl week, not only is the Super Bowl (laughs) going to be out in Arizona, but it's the Waste Management Open uh, that, that's going to be taking place, West Management Invitational, and it is uh, it is a unique tournament where many places, you know, it's the silence and the protocols of all kinds of uh, etiquette. Uh, in particular, the 17th hole is set up on a, uh, a stadium style. It's totally lined. They play rock music. They uh, p- have people screaming the entire time, and it's uh, it's quite a spectacle and great for the game of golf. So even if you don't like golf, an opportunity in the next couple of weeks for you to uh tune into some of that while it, trust me it beats anything that's going to be breaking down the third string left guards for both football teams leading up to the Super Bowl. Uh we'll have a timeout at the bottom of the hour for GNN Local headlines, and then back with the guys on Bartow Sports.
4: Whether you love them or can't stand them, surprises are part of life. Derek Strange, your Cartersville Edward Jones financial advisor, can help you get ready for whatever life throws your way. He'll work with you to meet your changing needs and to help you end up where you want to be. And while there's never a good time to experience unexpected costs, Derek can help make them feel a little less unexpected. For an appointment, call Derek Strange at 770 386 645 45, Edward Jones, member SIPC.
0: Welcome back to Barto Sports Zone on WBHF, FM 100.3 and AM 1450 worldwide on WBHFradio.org. A reminder we'll have high school basketball tonight on the air uh, starting at 6 o'clock. Uh, make sure you keep it tuned right here to see Carter's uh, well, Cartersville and Woodland uh, going. Head to head in high school basketball action, both the girls and the boys. We've got breaking news into the Bartow Sports Zone Center. Uh, we have had a change, a shakeup atop the rankings. Uh, we just learned a moment ago that uh, we're going to talk a little bit about fandom, but uh, to lead us off is Brad Stevens, who has a change atop his rankings of uh, fan bases that he absolutely can't stand. And Brad, a long time, Auburn uh, has been atop that ranking. But uh, you've got a new number one. Tell everybody about it.
6: Yeah, uh, it, it's, it, I've had Auburn up there since 2010. They have been the king of that list. I mean, they have ruled with an iron fist, but it's over now. I put them down there. Alabama has taken the top spot uh, for me around here. I, I just absolutely, this past past couple of years, I've, I've had to deal with it and deal with it until I can't deal with it anymore. And I, they have joined, they have, they have, knocked Auburn off their, off their throne and they're on top of it now. And it's because of the interactions I've had with people after the national championship last year and after the one this year, they've all been pretty much negative, uh, met with smugness, met with, uh, you know, just, you know, kind of dis- just dis- discounting us, uh, and just kind of being rude to us. And I'm just like, you know, I'm over it. I'm done with it. Now I've, there's been a few that have been congratulatory. Those are people who actually went to the school and actually have ties to the school I'm talking about more people around who have absolutely no ties to it and suddenly started pulling for them when they started winning. And I don't remember any of them before that. Uh, Those are the ones that I've had to deal with mostly. And it's just, they're number one now.
0: Jackson, I know you're just as shaken as I am, but let's talk a little bit about fandom. It's always been bizarre to me that uh, people will root for teams. um, You know, somebody goes, well, I'm a Yankee fan and I'm a, I'm a golden state fan and I'm an Alabama football fan and I'm a, you know, pick whatever favorite, uh, you know, top, whatever teams are, are winning endlessly. And I've never understood it, uh, from a G you know, that you're not rooting for the team in your town. What are your thoughts on that and a reaction to Brad's uh, new number one?
2: Well, I'm, uh, I'm shocked. Quite honestly, you are talking about a 13 year run there for Auburn at the top of his list and for, for Alabama, Hey, at least Alabama won something this year. They did get, uh, they got to the top of Brad's rankings as far as that goes, but, Speaking of fandom in general, I guess it's, it's easy. It's easy to root for the winners, the teams that are always on top and, uh, you know, the projected to win things. Uh, me, lifelong. Uh, my dad took me to Georgia Tech football games and basketball games growing up. I've always been a Tech fan and and always will be. It's Tech and nobody else really, in my opinion, but uh, it's, uh, I guess it's easy, Matt, to just jump ship. Um, I heard it said a couple of years ago when Alabama was in their heyday, it's, in football was Alabama was an old Indian word for bandwagon. So I guess maybe that's, uh, that's finally caught on with Brad. Yeah,
6: I I agree with that. And as I said, this is no shot at the people who are lifelong people who went there. Uh, you know, I've never had any trouble with them at all ever. They've always been very nice and kind. It's just the others uh, that jumped on the bandwagon and they are the loudest fans of all. And it's, uh, they probably say the same for Georgia people too, but I'm not talking about Georgia people right now. I'm talking about Alabama people right now.
0: Now, Brad. Uh, uh... A, a, a note on this is this because uh in some small part that Auburn hasn't really been winning in anything
6: there's that uh we've been pretty much dominating that robbery as of late so, I mean to the point to where a lot of the fans that I know who I just it's all in fun and they're always like man I'm just I just give up you know I'm done with this and they don't there's really no fight left there right now and maybe they'll they'll wake up but the horse and hire and the way that went just kind of took the wind out of their sails and you know, just the, the constant banter between Georgia and Bama people has become a lot more over the last couple of years. It used to be you know, only when you played each other, but now it's every day. And I think that's probably why they've gone atop to the list.
0: Okay. Well, we'll move on from that and kind of stay on the same topic because uh, it's staying in the world of college football because, you know, the early signing day has really eclipsed what was signing day that was earlier this week. And it kind of went by with a whimper.
6: It, it really did, Matt. It, it, I was really surprised. It was the quietest signing day that I can remember in my lifetime. And I've been keeping up with signing day since I was a kid. I remember the old Joe Terranova pamphlets that used to get mailed to the house. To, you have to That's how you found out about recruits. And now you can find it out in two seconds. But the early signing day, I think it's a good idea. I, I'm not, I like it uh, because guys can commit. They can sign. They can focus on their high school season. They don't have to worry about it all year long. I'm sure the high school coaches love it, too get everything out of the way so they can focus on that last year. Uh, I think it's a good idea. But, yeah, made for a very boring signing day this year for us. Not one person signed.
2: Yeah, in my opinion, they ought to just just open it up to where whenever a a student athlete is eligible to commit and sign to school, they ought to be able to do it at any point, whether it be pre-senior year or if it's the summer before their senior football season in high school, let them go ahead and get that out of the way. I really would like to see it. There be no signing or talk about signings from week one of high school football until the state championships are over. that way they can concentrate on their their season and, and their school.
0: All right. Well, we'll um, uh, actually want to make a note of something. You, I think Brad, you mentioned it during the break. Neither one of you two did about um, again. We were talking about people signing, and on the same day that. Uh, Chris Roper signed at Dartmouth. Uh, Evan Sanders signed with Army. So going the armed forces route, and uh, again, want to want to make note of that as well. That's a, that's a big deal. And again, there's only one day of the year when true football heroes play against each other, and that's the uh, that's the Army Navy football game. And so uh, Evan going to take it up there. Big day for Adairsville as far as signings. We've got a lot more to banter about. We'll talk maybe NIL deals, Ed Reed, the Alabama offensive coordinator job, and Braves shortstop all coming up on Barto Sports Zone
4: Come check out the nationally award-winning options at St. Angelo's Pizza at Lake Point Station. Located at 77 Alatuna Road in Emerson next to the Family Fun and Bowling Center, St. Angelo's features all kinds of specialty pizzas, wings, salads, pasta dishes, subs, and more. And try the Garlic Knots. Absolutely delicious. St. Angelo's has a full-service bar and plenty of big screens to catch all the games, too. Visit today or order online at St. Angelos.com.
0: Final segment of Sports Zone on this Friday. Thank you so much for tuning in. Matt Santini along with Brad Stevens, Jackson Hyde, Alan Sanders, Mike Garcia, all roaming around and lingering in some fact or fashion. We're not going to get to all these different topics. I'm going to start with the one uh, that uh, I think is going to, garner the most uh, attention, which is, again, we've talked about it all the time, name image likeness, the Wild West continues. I absolutely love it because I think of a kid as an opportunity to grab a quick million dollars off of people that are hungry to see their football team win, then it doesn't really harm me at all. Um, But Brad, you had a couple of examples, Uh, the young man from Florida who uh, ends up in Arizona state because his NIL deal could fell through.
6: Yeah, Jalen Rashada, that, what a crazy deal that was. He was going to sign with Florida, and there was a $13 million NIL deal supposed to come his way, and then he pulled the rug out from under him on that $13 million, and he asked to get be le- released from his letter of intent. They let him go, and he ended up committing to Arizona State instead. But, you know, you've opened the Pandora's box on this, I mean, in a good and in a bad way, because then you have things like this happen. But I'm in favor of NIL. Uh, I think these guys should definitely be able to make money off of their play and their their skill at any age. I I don't think they should be stopped. And I I remember, and I bring this up all the time, when A.J. Green sold his own jersey for $1,000 and we lost him for four games, but his same jersey is hanging up in the bookstore and they're selling it for $100 a pop and making money off of him. That's just not right.
0: Jackson, your thoughts? Yeah, it's a a necessary
2: evil, I think, at this point. Um, It's a... it's it's been going on in the past. They've just kind of took the, uh, took it out of the closet and kind of set it out, for, you know, to try to even the playing field for, for all the schools, maybe the ones that weren't participating in it as much as others. So it's, uh, it's something that we're going to, ha- we, we've got it. It's part of, it's part of college football now. Um, just on a side note, it's drifting down into the, to the high school ranks. The Tennessee legislature just passed their name image and likeness deal for high school athletes in Tennessee. So, uh, it's going to filter down and, and it's, it's, it's part of our world now.
0: Mm, not sure that I feel the same way about it uh, for high school athletes as I do about college athletes, but we'll ask Alan and Mike in the studio if they have any thoughts on NIL and good, bad, and different.
3: Well, I mean, uh, you guys were just talking about the, the quietest uh, signing period ever. And I think this kind of has something to do with it. Uh, you know, to, to me, and, and, and I know we're, we're talking college and high school here, but to, to, to me, why don't we just do it in the NFL? The heck with the draft. Throw the draft away. Just do, uh, do something similar there. There's only so many spots open, so uh, I don't know. I- Leave it to Mike to give us something like that to go completely awry with three minutes left. <laughs> <laughs> I will say-, we'll just say,
0: listen, I've been, I've had enough public service training. I'm simply going to say, Mike, thank you for your comments. I'll say this. Okay, good. Uh, again, w- when I look at NIL, that my thought goes more to the female athletes and the lacrosse players that have a small window to make money off their fame while they're in college. And I think that's a good thing. We tend to focus so much on football uh, that there's a lot of other athletes that are going to be benefiting from the NAL stuff. And that's what I like about it. Alan, you had a thought?
1: Yeah,
3: I was going to say the same thing because uh, having girls playing soccer, a lot of times we think about football first and then the other two big sports, basketball, baseball, but there's softball, there's golf, there's tennis, there's soccer, a lot of premier sports that girls and other kids can play in and can get a, can get a ride somewhere. And why not?
0: Absolutely. Uh, Alabama's offensive coordinator position seems not to be uh desirable for a lot of people tommy reese i believe the last person from notre dame they put him on a plane they flew him down there he couldn't get out um i'm trying to think of people with reclamation projects that need to be that oc at alabama i'm thinking bobby petrino is my number one candidate and why because he's already committed somewhere but we've already learned that he'll jump ship before uh, the job's done so he's he's just a free agent he'll jump on his motorcycle grab a woman and come on down to tuscaloosa what do you think brad <laughs>
6: Well, I think that that would be a match made and not heaven. I think he and Saban would probably kill each other on the sidelines during the first game. Uh, but I agree with you about Bobby Petrino. I'll never forget what the, everything that happened with him at Arkansas and Atlanta and what a disaster of a human being that he is. And that's when he went to Texas A&M. I just thought to myself, they just don't care anymore, do they? And so there he is.
0: Jackson, quickly, who do you want the Alabama OC to
2: be? Oh my gosh! Yeah. It, it's surprising to me that, that they haven't been able to fill that spot uh, as as quickly as they have. Uh, I know Coach Saban's dedication to Alabama football will he'll land the right guy, but uh, it's it's interesting to to see the drama develop over there in Tuscaloosa.
0: Well, we just got to find the most troubled individual who's uh, just got lost his job and need information project. Maybe that uh, maybe that's the person that'll take it. And guess what? They'll still be. 14-1 and one or 13-2 and two next year. Or yeah, they not, will. Yeah, so it's just kind of rolls along over there. Uh, guys, we didn't get to Braves shortstop, but Vaughn Grissom seems to be the guy that's going to be uh, starting in the Braves, uh, that role for the Braves, and uh, we're just going to wait and see. Uh, Ron Washington says he's doing fine, but we'll see what happens when people start hitting uh, baseballs at him. We didn't get to Ed Reed and the Bethune-Cookman uh, short period of time. He retires undefeated as head coach of Bethune-Cookman, but uh, that'll do it for Barto Sports Zone. Thanks to Brad and Jackson. Thanks to Coach Winters and, Art and David Archer for joining us in hour number one. Thank you to Alan and Mike for hanging out as well. This has been Barto Sports Zone on WBHF FM one hundred point three and AM fourteen fifty. Have a great Friday.